I did always wonder, like, was that weird that they collaborated with the same people? I thought about it just now. Did you? Julia Michaels wrote Sorry and all of Selena Gomez's. Right. So it's like she's the official orator for that relationship, that breakup. But was she in the room with Justin Bieber when she was writing Sorry? I don't know. Because I imagine she like was friends with Selena first. That's the thing is I feel like they've written several songs to like for Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. So it's like, whose side are you on? (laughs) You know, Selena. She's on on (laughs) Selena's side. She's on Selena's side. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, they're like friends. Yeah, they're buds. They're buds. But it's still is it not strange that like you have a working relationship with her ex-boyfriend that she's written a million songs about? I, I don't know if it's like a working relationship or just sort of like a business transaction mm, relationship. It was like he purchased this song. Because <laughs> like, what do Julia Michaels and Justin Bieber really have to t- chat about? I mean, like, what does Justin Bieber have to chat about with anybody? Yeah, what do you honestly? think a, a conversation with him is like? I clearly have no idea or have no interest in knowing. Because okay. I don't know. I, I don't even find, I never found him terribly interesting. Even when he was like the biggest thing on the planet. I was See, like, the, the thing is, I, I found him, so, not that I found him, but I, I, I didn't even realize he was the biggest thing on the planet when he right. was the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah. Cause I was so just not, you're just not plugged invested in. and plug- yeah. or like plugged in. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was never moved. And the thing, I guess the argument against Selena is that she can neither sing nor dance, which is true. <laughs> but, but when the songs are great, when the songs, the songs are great, are great the I songs can sing and great. dance to her songs. Exactly. <laughs> in my bedroom. Yeah, and you would do a better job. And that's the goal. <sighs> Hey everybody, welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. It's an, it was another fun-filled, exciting week. I feel like it's been a long week. I yeah. Feel like it's been a while since we've sat here. I know. And I feel like un- I haven't unlike, seen you. I know, and unlike last week, it's not because we had like three weeks apart from each no. other. It is because, I don't know, it just felt long. I feel older. I feel more mature. I feel oh, wiser. Yeah, I still look great, but like I just feel... My legs hurt. <laughs> my legs actually hurt right now. Wait, for, why do they hurt? I don't know. And that's what happens when you get older. I guess so. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm worried about you. It's fine. I'm falling apart. All your appendages. I feel fine. Like, I, I feel happy. That's good. That's good. Happy yeah. and hurting. Happy and that hurting. That Matt Steele story. That's kind of, that'd be kind of like a cute song title. Write mm. it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, how was your week, Matt Palmer? Uh, my week was good. I feel like I was a bit sick at the beginning of the week. I took Wednesday off uh, my day job work, uh, but I have come back around. I've been drinking lots of water, getting lots of rest, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel about 95% good as new, and yeah, so I'm, I'm back on my my shit and not sickly anymore, and I'm that's what we want. I'm back on my shit, I bitch. have sort of been, not suffering, but like yeah. having a low-key allergy moment for the past, like, three weeks. Doesn't that suck? And I feel like an awful. extended, like, congestion moment is the worst. It's like, remember when I was healthy? Remember when it's, I could breathe? It's not congestion for me. It's more of just like a, when I breathe in, I just like feel just the... Possibly the the poss- tiniest possible tickle you could possibly mm. feel. So it's not like oh I have a cough. It's just kind of like uh oh, she's still there. Mm. She's still there. The little d- monsters. But that's the thing is still. you know is it still or are you almost done? Yeah, it like and it, it like ebbs and flows. Oh. Like last night it was worse and then the morning and I'm sure today it'll be better. Oh. And, but then tomorrow will come around. I mean that's the world, isn't it? <laughs> Ups and downs it all is. around. And especially 2020. That that is the world. That is the world. You Oof. Just never know when it's gonna hit you. Can you believe at the end of this year we'll know if 
that person's still the president. I just, I, I want it to be done. I want it to I be want over more to be done. I want to fast forward through this year just so we know what happens. And I what know I need to get ready mentally for. And like, God, I actually had a dream that I was sitting next to Joe Biden okay. and we were at some sort of meeting and he was just like talking and I was taking notes. Oh. I don't know what we were talking about, but I remember he was sort of like a, it was sort of like a college type situation, okay. and, but we were both the student. <laughs> I, you and, and Joe Biden were both and in Joe class. Biden, and Joe Biden was like talking about something, and I was kind of just like, okay, yeah, yeah, and I was like making notes. And okay. Um, I don't know. He seemed nice. Well, that's great. <laughs> I love that dream Joe Biden was nice to. Yeah, it, it wasn't a very interesting dream, but Joe Biden was there. No, that's great. Um, yeah. how, how was your week aside from Joe Biden dreams? My week was pretty nice. Yeah. I saw 1917 yesterday. Oh, how'd you feel about it? It was lovely. Yes. It was very well shot. Very well done. I was I was moved. Were you looking for like, oh, where are the cuts? Really, I know that it's of supposed to look like I. Was. That's I feel like that's, that's what I would do if thing. I knew that this was like a melded together. We're gonna make this look. I like know, one and shot. I totally knew that first cut was there when I saw, it, and mm. I was just like, that was a cut. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 God. don't like, don't focus on that. Yes. Focus on the actual it's movie. Focus about. on the journey. Focus on the ma- movie magic. But n- when you're when you're, you know, a movie maker, you're yes. just like, I want to know where these cuts are. Do you feel like it is uh, one like what of the best picture possibilities for the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Would you be upset at this one? Do you could you see it winning? Do you is it your favorite of the year or what do you feel? It's like? not my favorite of the year, but I okay. could see it winning and okay. I wouldn't be upset if it won at all. Like it's it's very good. It's excellent. Like it's very great. Truly um, at the Golden Globes when it won Best Picture Drama or whatever. That was the first time I had heard of it. I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. Heard of it. I was you like, hadn't seen the trail. The trailer. Nah, really? I've never seen the trailer. I oh, hadn't wow. heard of it. And I was like, oh, war. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the thing that could uh, benefit it is the fact that it is um it fill, ticks a lot of boxes. It, yeah. it, because of the preferential voting system, mm-hmm. it, it could get a lot of second place votes, which will really help it. Mm-hmm. But also, The Irishman also ticks those boxes. Yeah. However, 1917 is more of a technical achievement than The Irishman is. So, and so because there are sort of two movies that tick a lot of boxes, that could open a door for Parasite. Mm. So, so it's kind of it'll be either The Irishman, Parasite, or 1917 that wins. And all three of those, I think, are very acceptable winners. I'd okay, be very happy with all which of them. would you rather? I mean, Parasite. Parasite <laughs> winning would be just. Amazing. It would be excellent. I mean, it would be the first foreign language film to win. Right. Like, it would be so cool. Right. And it, there's no movie like it. I just watched it last night mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm speechless. I did not know what was going to happen. Every single scene I was telling Matt Steele felt like a different movie, but not in a disjointed way, just in a like, this movie is evolving into something else mm-hmm. every second. Because When I, it takes that big turn. Like midway through. Uh-huh. And you're like, what? Wait, wait, wait. And I, at, for like the first, I don't know, for a while, I was like, how is this a horror movie? And I, I was know. Like, oh. And you're just like, wait, this is a comedy. This is a horror movie. Right. Like, what is going what on? What is it? What was your favorite performance? Because everyone has like different opinions on what your favorite, um, your favorite performance I And it's been long enough that we can like kind of. Oh, spoil, spoiler I mean, alert. Spoiler like, alert. If you haven't if seen you, Parasite yet, see it. Fast forward see 30 it. seconds ahead. Right. My favorite performance, I think, was. I really liked the like simple mother or whatever. Incredible, she isn't she? Unbelievable. So good. Yeah. So because she totally could have played her like outwardly dumb, like yes. outright dumb, but it's just like no, she's just like she has a lot of money. Yes, and, and she has a lot of money and she's this naive. Is how and, like, she goes through the world. Yes, and she just she cares so much about her children. Yes, even that dumb little boy. <laughs> I know that ridiculous little boy. <laughs> oh God, and I love. I mean, at the end when it's like we're trying to de-traumatize our child and then. 
I last seen. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Also, how hot is that rich father? Oh, my God. The whole time I was like, oh. I know. I know. (laughs) What a guy. What's his deal? I know. What's his name? Who's he with? Who's he with? Is he gay? Is he like Team Selena or Team Justin? (laughs) He's got to be Team Selena. He's got to be Team Selena. I mean, come on. Beauty sticks together, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, I guess we should hop into News for Idiots, see what else is going on in the world, which, by the way, I'm not sure. The thing is, I feel like a lot was happening in the world that, like, we just don't know, like, we don't have much to say about. Like, do you understand the whole Meghan, Harry stepping down as yeah. royals well, thing? I, mean, I guess they're essentially just not living in the palace. They're not going to be doing all the things the royal family's doing. I, right. I think they're not going to be, like, in their... Not the royal family is not going to be helping them out monetarily anymore. That is been. I think they're independent that way. That's unclear to me. I know they they're said moving they to were, America. They're I, moving to LA. I, well, supposedly it's either LA and also Canada because I think she's from Canada, or at least they film suits in Canada. They, they so will she, be living both. I both, know they they'll have, be living. have a, a lovely house in. Both I'm sure towns. they're going to have houses, you know, still in the UK or whatever, yeah. uh, and then also in LA. And but it's also just like. I just don't get why it's such a big... It's like the whole royal family thing is like very foggy to me because I am mm-hmm. not a royals person. I don't get why this is such a huge deal. Everyone's like Megxit. Everyone has an opinion about her specifically. And it's like, well, Harry's also moving. He's also stepping down. But yeah, everyone's and like, he's the one who kind of has the final say in the decision. Yes. Like, yes, we're doing this. Because it's like his family. So it's like, I don't know why everyone has such either hatred for Megan or is like, no, li- let, let Megan live. Like, she should be able to do what she wants. It's like, well, I don't know why... Why is Megan, I mean, aside from, I assume, racism, why is <laughs> Megan the target of all of these attacks? Well, I mean, also, there is a sense of sort of like she's the interloper who's coming into the family. Mm. So it's kind of just like, oh, well, she's the outsider, especially because she's an American. I guess. I and mean, do you really know anyone who's like anti-Megan? Do you know any like I don't Brits know, but I, who are hardcore royalists? I feel like there are Brits that are hardcore there royalists. There are, I but feel like, like there are across the ocean. It's true. We but don't worry about them. <laughs> we have our own problems. That's why this is all very confusing for me. So if someone can email us and tell us at twogaymats at gmail.com what's going on here outside of racism, because I can just assume <laughs> that, that is a main fact Um, But she's so gorgeous and we love Harry. He's the hot one now. And I mean, I heard William was cheating on Kate forever and no one's focusing on that. Ever like confirmed. I feel like it wasn't. I never like to see that. No one wants that. But I mean, it seems right. Like it kind of. Well, if they get a divorce, William, I am available. Uh, You William? (laughs) Uh. Uh, the future king of England? Nah, pass. I don't need it. I'm down. No, I'd rather. He's he was cute. He's cute. He is not cute. He's like balding a little. That's his only problem. Not, that is not his only problem. He's I feel like cute. something happened to his face. He's like, cute. I, whatever. He's, 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 he's going to be king. He can get whatever surgery you could want him to get. I, I don't, don't want, I don't need to marry a king. I need to marry someone who's kind to me. I need to marry a king. <laughs> like, I'm at the point in my life right now where I'm just like, looking, I need a king. Let's go. Remember back in the day, we were like, oh, I don't feel like money matters. I know. And, <laughs> and relationships. And look at you now, looking for a literal king. Uh, 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 uh. Look at me now. Look at you now. Look at her now. Um, but also, also, you have to take into account the whole Harry Meghan thing. Harry's mom went through so much because she was like separating from the royal family and all that. True. And, and I mean, and she also went through so much because the paparazzi yes. like vilified her and followed her. And so I get that, and I get why they're doing this, and that's why the people that are anti Meghan are confusing to me because it's like her, his mother died from paparazzi chasing her, and like yeah. the paparazzi has been relentless with her, and like yes. the tabloids have been horrible to her. So like, why? 
why wouldn't they want us to take a step back and like try to focus on their charities and move to Canada and LA yeah. and so all I, of that? I say good for him. He's looking out for his yes. wife. He's like, if you want to do this, like I'm totally down to do this. Right. I don't want you to go through what my mom went through. Of course. And I, I would imagine he's is he getting like there's so many rumors like he's being supported he's not being supported by like the royal family. I mean the I imagine qu- Williams like cool do what you want I'm I read a thing but, today and researching this because like, I was so confused that Williams not happy he's oh, like really? Williams like for so long we've been like arm and arm and had my arm around my brother but like I can't do that now we're separate entities they're like, still brothers good luck to him they're still brothers apparently they're feuding William they're feuding still your brother they're feuding That's when me and my brother fight my mom's like Matthew Michael you're still brothers and we're just like yeah well we're fine. Like we're arguing for like thirty minutes. Well, I it's don't fine. think that's what's going on with William and Harry. It might be RIP that relationship. So. It's. I think they're going to be fine. sail on. I think they're going to be fine. <laughs> I don't Blood know. is thicker than you say that. Royal. But speaking of royal uh, royalty on the Housewives of New Jersey, uh-huh. Caroline Manzo and Dina Manzo have not spoken in years because of the show. Cool. And then there will be a season well, where they reunite. Well, no, neither of them beautiful. are on the show anymore. And so, and now Dina lives in LA. Oh, and so coming back. it's they're over. Com- they always, housewives always come back you unless, you know, they do something real I bad. mean, Jill and Bethany are f- okay, but they're not bad. Yeah. Someone will die. They'll reunite and they'll be like, <laughs> we love each other. We're sisters. We're it's, cousins. Whatever you're very are. much an optimist. I, I very like much am. Sometimes feel, people separate and it's over. I think it's just because I, I come from a family where it's just like, oh, you're fighting. Get over it. Oh, we're over it. Like, I don't know. We're, <laughs> Well, sometimes you got to think outside yourself. No, <laughs> no, it's 2020. I'm at a certain age where I'm not thinking outside. Wow. Myself. I love that you've become your worst self in 2020. <laughs> Gold digging and only thinking of self. <laughs> Matt Steele in 2020. I love. Um, but wait, good. also speaking of 1917, apparently it smashes Star Wars for this top spot this weekend. And it made thirty six point five million dollars. Um, oh, good for her. This weekend. So we love for 1917 and you were part of that. I mean, the Golden Globe really like helped it, I feel. Of course. And especially because it was kind of a surprise Golden Globe win. I think a lot of people were thinking the Irishman would win best drama. But right. no, 1917. All right. I mean, it's interesting because we haven't really had a war movie that was so... Um, had this much Oscar buzz in a while. Like war movies are very much like an 80s, 90s sort of right. thing. Well, I mean, there was the Hurt Locker, but I, I, was I don't that. really know if I would call that like a... There wasn't like they weren't like in battles mm. like I'm talking like a historic battle war movie with like big swelling music and beautiful shots. And well, there was Dunkirk. There was Dunkirk, but it didn't. It wasn't th- by this time in Oscar season that year. It wasn't the front runner for right. this picture. You right. Know? So I didn't love Dunkirk. I like Dunkirk. I, I don't know why it. you're so anti Dunkirk. I thought it was very boring. Anti Dunkirk, anti William. Come on. <laughs> I just, I don't know. What's I, wrong with, what's the problem with you and British things? Uh, we lo- hey, I love Harry Styles and Adele, both British. Okay. Mm. And the Spice Girls. Yes. Four of them are still around. Yeah, they still do They're music. All around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you hear that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are coming back for the Golden Globes? I did, next I saw year? that. That seemed like an early announcement. It's very early. Uh, yeah. it, were people not happy with Richie, Ricky Gervais's performance? Like, why are they I think announcing They were fine this? with it. I think okay. he got relatively decent. He wasn't as edgy as he was his previous years, right. which were just iconic. <laughs> like, just <laughs> unbelievable. It was a lot of. Uh, I think he did a nice job. He was yeah. funny, but there were a lot of times where he was just like, okay, I know you're all going to get offended, but don't get offended. Don't get yeah. offended. It's like he was sort of 
setting up the you're going to get offended right. as opposed to just like telling the jokes. Right. And it's kind of just like, oh, when you make the joke, when you start off the joke with this is going to be real edgy, then right. it kind of loses its. I was only half watching because uh, I was getting sick that day, but I felt I was like busy getting sick. I was day. very busy getting sick, Um, but I felt like he did set the jokes up that way. And then he'd tell the joke. People would like laugh and or groan. And he'd be like, I don't care. I don't care. And it's like, well, if you don't care, why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like when you see a stand up comedian and literally someone in the audience cough. Yeah. And the stand-up comedian's like, "Ooh, here's this could be a fun like heck like a heck heckling moment. moment." And so they just turn to the literal person who shuffles in their chair, and they're just like, "You got something to say? I you know. got something to say?" And it's like this feels unnecessary. It feels like we're reaching. So. Yeah, it feels like we're trying to have a moment. When let's just have a moment. Well, I think Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are my oh, queens. They're, they're going to be amazing. They've never done a bad job. They're so always good. Yeah. I'm already looking forward to it. Um, well, speaking of more housewives, mm-hmm. non New Jersey, we're going to move it back to the West Coast. Something <laughs> this week has happened. Um, it has not happened actually on the show yet, but in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, there was a news story leaked, which is exciting because usually Beverly Hills is so fucking boring. But a very exciting storyline apparently is coming up next season mm-hmm. in which. All right. So Denise Richards last season was truly like one of the best housewives. Everyone loved oh, I've her. I've seen this article. Oh, spread. my God. And it, she like truly everyone loved her. She was just the queen of the season. Like the season was a disaster besides everything after the whole Lisa Vanderpump exit was so disappointing. But Denise Richards was just so down to earth, so normal. We loved her and her husband, Aaron. Great, great, great. Apparently this season, all the ladies have turned on her, of course. For the first part of the season, I heard that it was supposed to be about the fact that she's now gotten a lot of gigs, like a lot of television acting and TV movies and stuff as mm-hmm. a result of her housewifeness. And she wasn't filming as much with the ladies and they were getting mad because like, why don't you do your job? You need to film with us all the time. Do but your job. Do your do job. Do be a housewife. But apparently now it has come out. <laughs> That Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville, who I think is coming back as a friend of the show next season, were having a months-long lesbian affair, which Denise told Brandy that she and Aaron were in an open relationship, but apparently they were not. Oh, I didn't know that detail. Yes, and so Brandy exposed on camera that she and Denise had been having sex for however long, and then they finally dragged Denise to some overseas trip to maybe Greece or something, Mm -hmm. and all the ladies, I don't think Brandy was there because she's a friend of, and so they don't get to go on the trips. Um, (laughs) uh, But all the ladies confronted her about the uh, allegation of the relationship and Denise walked off the set of the show effectively quitting Housewives on screen. <laughs> I mean, that is, I I'm I will be thrilled. watching. I will like, be truly, I can't think of the last time I was excited about a Housewives of Beverly Hills season and this is just like, you better work. Okay, like, this the, is a storyline. The problem is that the storyline is spoiled so like, but you think that, but you don't know the intricacies it. of it, and you don't know like, oh, how did this all play out? How does this come out? What does Aaron think? Like, so much is still to be unwritten, and okay, I'm very excited. Okay, I'm just worried <laughs> that like it will just be like point for point exactly what we read, and so it'll just be like underwhelming. It's like in Degrassi mm. when uh you know Jimmy gets shot, no one was expecting it, no one knew what was gonna right. happen, and it was the most shocking. Shocking moment of television right. I've ever seen in my entire life, besides those Oscars, la 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 land movie right. thing. Um, but uh, 
but then like the next season they kept trying to up it and up right. it and up it and they would spoil they'd be like someone's gonna die <laughs> and then you would see the how it would work and you were right. just like oh JT's gonna die like it, it's not it's, it's so kind obvious, of different know? with reality because there's only so much they can do to tamper the stories down just because this is happening in public they're filming all of this in public this isn't like private this isn't scripts being written and so a lot of times things like this happen like before the season of Vanderpump Rules started we all knew that Kristen and Stassi were in a feud and no longer speaking and no longer friends. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you get to fill in the blank. Like, how did we get to the no longer speaking? And like now I'm watching it in episode one. Kristen is pretending that she's broken up with her boyfriend Carter, who's essentially emotionally abusive, and she she's so depressed and she's dragging all her friends down with her. And Stassi's like, I don't know if the person I'm growing into is can still be friends with someone who's not growing at all. And it's like <gasps> <laughs> when you get classic lines like that that's guys. the thing i you you do still care you just you to get the clearer picture after this like the yes. highlighted story it's very it's very brechtian it's yes. very like you know what the ending is going to be but it's how we got there. exactly it's not about <laughs> what happened it's about how did it's it about happen. the journey as it renee is. zellweger said in her golden globe speech it's about the journey Ooh, her speech was so weird she's like hey everybody it's been i love 17 it. She was so, years. she's sweet and genuine she's weird she's great <laughs> um my ipad crashed <laughs> so I don't know what the oh, next no. story is. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, there's some Broadway shit in the news. Wait, what? Um, the Frankenstein. Oh, Young Frankenstein, young Frankenstein is going to be ABC. Yes. Uh, live. How do we feel about show. Young Frankenstein? I have no opinion on Young <laughs> Frankenstein. Like that is a musical that came and went. I never saw. I never when listened. When did it to. come out? Oh, 2008. Mm. Um, it didn't do very well critically. Like people were like, "Oh, the producers was such a hit. Yeah, let's do Mel Brooks's Young Frankenstein." And it didn't. It didn't have the same. It was a new era. People were not interested. Why would in this they choose? Is comedy. it because that people recognize the name Frankenstein, and so they think the general public might watch? I guess this? they figure they. It's Young Frankenstein. It's Mel Brooks. Okay. It's a comedy. There are a lot of opportunities for comedic actors to come in, be mm-hmm. funny. They don't need to necessarily be the super talented ones musically. Okay. Like, um, so you could get not, like, not that these. Not that the people involved were not talented. Obviously, it had like it had Megan Mullally, it had Christopher mm. Fitzgerald, like it had really had Roger Barr. It had these amazing musical theater performers, mm. but they didn't need. They were they're the type of characters that you don't need to be like technically overly polished, right? Like the, you, if you have a great comedian who can do it, then they can sell it and it can be awesome. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's not that sort of pressure, just like ooh, so and so is famous, but are their vocals right. on like really great? Are they like a good enough actor? Like, you know, so so I think there are some great opportunities for really good casting there. Okay. Um, and to have it be really funny and I think I think they'll be able to pull it off. Okay. I honestly I do not know this musical. I was at gonna all. say, like, have you heard it in a while? Like, I know one song. I know the song Together Again, okay. which is what Igor sings. Um and This I, isn't a Janet Jackson cover. No, it's not a Janet Jackson <laughs> That's cover. Too bad. Um I wish. Right? No, but I, I only know it because I auditioned for the part once okay. uh, at some regional theater and I sang the song pretending like I had a hump on my back with an <laughs> accent. And I was excellent and I did not get it. Oh but <laughs> that's they, perfect. They 
asked me if I could dance and I was just like, oh, they're just considering me for ensemble. <laughs> and so I went to the dance call. Obviously, it was not the best dancer among the group. I mean, and that would was you, the end if of that you story. had gotten the ensemble, because this is what you said, regional theater? It was uh, a th- one of the regional theaters in L.A. Oh, uh, I one see, of the I see. theaters in L.A. I always yeah. mix up regional and community theater. And no, there's a difference. <laughs> OK, yeah. Sometimes there's not much of a difference in quality. <laughs> I mean, no shade. We love everybody. But we sometimes I go to like a regional theater show and I'm just like, what happened here? You didn't even iron the costumes. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is really a technical meltdown. I've got to tell you, I'm looking now so hard, heartily for more stories because <laughs> I had some. IPad? I just decided to update right when it, I was I sitting mean, here looking at it. We love an update. but I mean, Do we? I saw that Dina Lohan got a DUI. No, I know. I love Dina Lohan. You loved her on Big Brother Celebrity, Celebrity or whatever. Celebrity Big Brother. She was wonderful on Celebrity Big Brother. She was such a good contestant. Well, apparently she was leaving an Outback Steakhouse and was a little too lit, and I think may have hit and run. No, I was Dina. like, it was not a good look for Dina. Oh, so. Dina's such a lovely person. I, I wish know. nothing but the best for her. We do. So I don't know if we if there's a GoFundMe we can <laughs> donate to for. I Dina. mean, I'm sure she's fine. She's I got don't think money. she. To go fund me. Okay. I think she, much like uh, Harry and Meghan, like she'll be okay, okay financially. Oh, also the Lizzie McGuire creator exit exited as showrunner on the Disney Plus revival, and apparently they may be canceling the the reboot. That's disappointing. I know. Were you a big Lizzie McGuire person? I liked Lizzie McGuire. I watched Lizzie McGuire. I wasn't like obsessed with Lizzie McGuire, but I was definitely into Lizzie McGuire more than you were, who like completely refused to acknowledge that the Disney no, Channel was ever a thing I was in the early two thousands. That's the thing. It's like I well in the early two thousands I was so already on MTV and TRL and things. I didn't have time for but Disney Channel. But you can do both. Like I watched MTV and the Disney Channel. Well, I was too, I was just like, I don't care. You I'm, were too I'm cool. I was an adult. I, I was, was a young adult cool. and I didn't I need, liked music. I, hey, sorry. I'm sorry for being a, a chill young man. <laughs> that was just me. Very Dis- fucking chill. Disney Channel early 2000s was great. I mean, families could watch it together. It was, it was, I mean, you know, there was an element of corniness to it, mm. but it wasn't, you know what it has become now. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is it now? Even? It's it's more focused towards a younger demographic as opposed to families. Mm. So it really really gears towards younger. So as an adult watching it, you're kind of just like ah. <laughs> um, but as a kid watching. It, you're like yay but the, the, the <laughs> Disney Channel used to really appeal to all ages and families and everything mm. so so the shows were a little more well rounded I would say and Lizzie McGuire was one of those shows it was in it's heyday it was in it's prime and they would do fun concerts on Disney Channel they would yeah. do I remember that's where I was introduced to NSYNC of course that was where I was introduced to the British group 5 they did not do great <laughs> they were they had when the lights go out was that a is a great, great song. song that was a big hit great song they were, yeah, they were. Um, Bewitched. That's where the world was introduced to Bewitched. World, don't be ridiculous. The world. I'm not Bewitched. arguing with you about Bewitched again, but we all know my thoughts. Not a thing. Are you End trying of to tell me that Say La Vie is not a classic? I don't care about any of their music. I don't care about the asterisk in their name. I don't <laughs> care about the band. I just have no. You don't no, care about their Irish step dancing breakdown? I really don't. Like, you know your feelings on Young Frankenstein. Okay. Those are my feelings Fair. on Bewitched. Fair. I don't care. Yeah, but like, Bewitched, Say La Vie was more impactful than Young Frankenstein. There's going to be a nanny musical Ah! and Rachel Bloom is writing it. Not only Rachel Bloom, but Fran fucking Drescher herself. Oh, yeah, she's involved, yeah. I am ready. The world is ready. The gays were ablaze that day. This is very much like right up the gays alley. Oh, my God. Right? Like, did you love the nanny when you, did you watch it? I didn't actually watch it. The nanny 
is that is one of those shows where you watch old episodes and you look back and you're just like, God damn it, this show is excellent. I mean, it is so good. It is a classic, and we did not give it enough love. And it's, I mean, it was very successful. Yeah, it was very, very successful. successful. But like, I think people kind of wrote it off as just like, oh, it's just a silly sitcom and everything. And it's like, no, this is actually excellent, excellent. Writing excellent comedy. Fran Drescher is just a gem, an icon cast. And I, yes, I'm glad that it's becoming back, like it's coming back into public consciousness. I feel like I very regularly on Twitter see like, oh, look how well Fran Drescher dressed all throughout the nanny, which I always enjoy. I also feel like I have read things about, oh, possibly there should be a new TV reboot with Cardi B as the nanny, and like that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And now this musical's coming, and it's like, all right, it's time for the nanny to have a renaissance. Hopefully this also pushes it for it to be on a streaming service because I would love to dive into the nanny and I never have because it's not on streaming. Um, And I think it's a perfect role for Leslie Margarita. Oh, is that a Broadway actress? Has she been cast or this is just your dream cast? This is... I think everyone's dream casting. Oh, okay. She's a very, very funny Broadway lady. She's uh, She played the mother in Matilda oh, on Broadway. I did she, love that. She looks the part. She can do the part. I think she even tweeted like, this is my job. Damn. And it's Good just for like her. Yeah, every, girl, put it out there because yes. this is this is your role. Like, go for it. All right. And also, um, speaking of reboots, old 90s shows, apparently Mark Paul Gosselaar is going to be a part of the Saved by the Bell reboot. There's a Saved by the Bell reboot? Yes. I think it's another Disney Plus moment or okay. one of those pluses. And Jeez, um we're, we're going we're going for it. That's the thing. And Zach <laughs> is the governor, I guess, of oh, California. I mean, you never know who will become uh, mayor or governor or president. I know, I know. Um, but the, for a long time they had written in, oh, Zach's gonna do this, he's gonna be the governor, he's gonna do this, and like he had not attached to be a part of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like this feels premature to announce this reboot without him being on board. Yeah. But apparently, um, who is the transphobic access a Hollywood host? <laughs> Mario Lopez. <laughs> He's signed on. One of the ladies, I don't know if Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I think, is still in talks to sign on, but I think Jesse Spano has signed on. So they're going to have a lot of the people be there as teachers or like some sort of thing. And then also, of course, a new class of young people. Okay, being, but what about the queen, Lark Voorhees? I have not heard anything. Didn't she kind of have a break? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there was something with her mentally that was up in question. So I don't know if she's up for being a part of a TV show. Right, well, I'm devastated. I'm sorry. And I'm not, I'm not supporting d- this reboot unless I mean, Lisa is there. I mean, we all loved Lisa Turtle, of course, yeah. but I just don't know if she's, she's ready to be involved. Her last name's Turtle. I mean, <laughs> like, of course, her last name's Turtle. Great. And her, you know, I had uh, two chameleons, one named Lark and one named Voorhees. I did not. Yeah. And well, then you just stand her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, actually my brother names the chameleon. So my brother stand her. Okay. Um, and I went along for the ride. Good. And then, like, I think Voorhees died, and there was Voorhees the second, or Lark died, and there was Lark the second. I don't remember, but, like, RIP, my chameleons. Um, (laughs) You had a lot of weird animals growing up. I had a lot of animals growing up. Yeah. But never, like, a dog or a cat? No, I had a dog. Okay. Get out of here. I always had the dog, was always, like, the central focus. Okay. You know, rat two rabbits. But it's like, did you grow up in a zoo? Was this Noah's Ark? Like, I I don't understand. New Jersey. You know, I I was very into animals, and I begged my mom. I was was like, I want to be a vet. I want to be a vet. I want pets. The chameleons my brother asked for. Okay. So those were his doing um but yeah i was very very into animals and now i think i'm just like whoo 
You cannot pay me <laughs> to own an animal. I know. Whenever I go home, my family's like, do you, do you want a dog? Do you want to get a dog? And I was like, no. Oh, everyone is just like, you should get a cat. You should get a cat. You should get a dog. No, you should you get a whatever. Shouldn't. And I'm just like, I will not have an animal. Like, I still love animals mm. very much. I will not own an animal until I have a child to help me take care of exactly. said animal. I mean, I, I would. The thing is, honestly, we should all make peace with the fact your child's not going to help you take care of that. I animal. know, but at least like they will be there, and they will want it. And when they they, will, when, yes, if there was a child in my life who wanted it that I was in charge of, then sure, let's talk about it. Before then, it's like no, no. I have things to do, places to go. I want to be able to travel, you know. I, and <laughs> I need, guys, I still need to travel. I still need to travel. Yeah, and if you have the jet setter, Matt, you Palmer. know that about me. But I feel like dogs definitely tie you down. You can't go wherever you want to go. Really do. Whenever. And then people to. just become obsessed with their dog. I it's know. Just the dog, the dog, the dog, like and post then you start posting pictures of that dog all the time. Dog like, all the time okay. and it's just like, mm. let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it. That the one more thing about Parasite. Apparently, it's being developed into a series for HBO, which is interesting. Interesting. Um, you know my. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. I mean, we trust HBO. They do Insecure, and so we love them. But. Yeah, I mean the you know the director will make a lot of money off yes. of that because it's his property and yes. everything. But you know, I I feel like it's a little soon. Yeah. I, you know, I I love it when movies kind of stand on their own. Right. I'm very anti sequel unless we can know we know that the mm. sequel will be as good as the first. So I'm a little hesitant about this, right? Because. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to tarnish the brands in any right. way. Right, but I feel like that's a very much a horror movie thing. It's like we're gonna make as many of these as we can. Uh, we're absolutely. going to like play yeah. this out, and um, you know, even remo- I feel like even horror movies that are as well respected as Parasite, it's like let's try to get as much money out of this as we can. So. You know, good for them. Um, yeah. I don't. Th- I think we've kind of very haphazardly talked about everything, I, except Adam Pally has in an article said that everyone wants to do a happy endings reboot. This show went off the air like seven years ago, and I can't keep being teased. So if you guys are going to do it, do it. I am ready. I am willing. I will buy it. I'll buy Happy Endings Plus for it. Like the people want it, <laughs> but like I cannot keep being teased every six months. They're like, oh, we're talking about it. Don't get your hopes up, but we're discussing it. Everyone wants it. It's like. I, I cannot be teased. Girl, it's going to be that Spice Girl reunion for you. It's going to be like, oh, this we've been teasing this for seven just, plus years, and you're just going to have to wait. I want it now. You are just going to have oh, Guys, to what about wait. me? Well, let's take a quick break while I pick my sadness off the floor. <laughs> and we'll be back soon with more to Game Ads Podcast. We're back. We're so we fucking bad. If we just like did this whole podcast and like vocal fry, I would love it. I feel like yeah. it'd be very honestly. Cool. Like I feel like that's like what my voice has been sounding like this whole podcast. Yeah. and I'm kind of like, oh no, what's wrong with me? I mean, it's fine. It's because you know my chest thing. I told you about my chest thing. Your right? chest, your, your like allergy thing. Yeah, like my allergy oh, thing. It's I don't know. Like, I call it a chest thing, but it's like, like a chest thing. It's like I don't know. Whatever it is, it's sick. It's so fucking sick. It's sick. <laughs> it kind of hurts to do that. I know. I don't know how people do it. I don't know. We have to ask Kim Kardashian. I know. As, she someone, does it. as someone with an annoying voice who has been asked before, does that hurt? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Was that on a date? 
No, uh, <laughs> no, but I'm sure they were thinking I'm it. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the podcast. I'm sure you had a lovely break. Yes. Um. So uh, this is email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where you can email us at two gay mats t uh, two spelled t w o at gmail dot com, and you can ask us questions, make comments, send us some love, do whatever you want. Yes. So this week we got an email from Helen, and I just want to preface this by saying that last week Matt Palmer's uh, giving you moments, mm-hmm. darling, was uh, he's talking about the show The Good Place. Yes. I was obsessed with. Did it end yet? Was like no. There are four more episodes. There was one episode that aired last week that I watched in the morning, right when I woke up. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, there are three more episodes. So by the end of the month, it'll be over. Oh no! I know. I'm devastated. Well, Helen is a. Uh, Good Place fan as well and emailed us about The Good Place. Taste. And said, first of all, I just want to say I was so excited when Matt Palmer said he loved The Good Place. Obsessed. It is genuinely one of my favorite shows on TV and I'm so sad it's ending, but glad they're going out on their terms. Good point, Helen. Um, I also wanted to let you know that there is an official podcast for the show called The Good Place, the podcast hosted by Mark Evan Jenkins, Sean. And they have had almost everyone involved with the show on at some point. I love listening to it and I'm learning more about the show and I highly recommend it. All right. Also, Matt Steele needs to watch his show like now. I mean, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to like watch a... Yes. It's so funny because you watch the shows that take the longest, like Big Brother, Top yeah. Model. Like yeah. these are investments. Well, it, do you want to know why? I'm sorry to interrupt your email, Helen, yeah. but it's because um, everyone is just giving, there are so many recommendations out there and mm. I refuse to watch a show without at least finishing the season. Oh, like, okay. I don't want to stop in the middle. So like, I know that whatever show I watch, it, there's going to be a time commitment, yeah. you know? So I'm but afraid. You don't think there's a three I mean, hour a week time commitment with Big Brother? See, Big Brother, I I know like that it's going to end with some sort of satisfying conclusion. Whereas like a scripted show, like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to be satisfied. So might as well just not start. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, So uh, to continue with Helen's email, it says, my question is, what is your favorite season slash episode? It's a hard show to recommend because I want to talk about it a lot, uh, but I want my friends to know as little as possible going in. Right. I think it is a hard show to separate out by episode as well because I feel like it's a show that you have to watch sequentially like you can't just jump in it's not like a sitcom that it doesn't matter what happened before or afterwards like it just is happening it's like no everything needs to be watched sequentially on mm-hmm. the good place for it to make sense that's also what I find very difficult about TV shows now like there are no it's very hard it's, to find yes. a sitcom it's show it's not where, like you can just hop in hop yeah, out it's like, like no, an you episode gotta of watch. Golden Girls you can just watch this and watch that no it's not like especially the good place and it's also hard for me personally to pick out a specific episode and, and or season because I binged it so quickly that it's all just like one big glory like glorifying wonderfulness it's, it's, they're just, it's an entire era so I think anything that involves Chidi and Eleanor and their love story, I'm very invested in anything. Um, and But also the one episode that, of course, stands out that I mentioned last week was when Darcy Carden played all of them in the episode. It just was so very impressive. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very invested in, in Chidi and Eleanor's love story. I kind of liked the season when they had um like the new good place people and they were pretending to be like Eleanor was pretending to be a god in it instead of being like a human I thought that was really interesting except huh. one of those characters was so fucking awful and annoying and you hated him so much because he was like the epitome of white privilege and like thought he was so great because he went to Harvard or Princeton or something I mean and was that's just, pretty great no and he was horrible <laughs> but I, I like I didn't go to Harvard or Princeton true but you haven't seen this character <laughs> Every, but everything about that 
kind of setup I thought was very interesting and like a new twist for them. Um, I also liked seeing them back on Earth when they got to relive their lives for a second. I don't know. I just it's hard to pin down because I watched it so quickly and because it's also excellent. But I just again, Cheedy and Eleanor are just you know, I stand. Okay. Cheedy, <laughs> I stand. Cheedy? Cheedy. 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 Like Cheeto, but Cheedy. Yeah, C-H-I-D-I. Cheedy? No, I-D-I. Cheedy. Oh, oh, Cheedy. Oh, oh, I thought you said C-H-E. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Great. So-, <laughs> so everyone, email Matt Steele all the time and make him watch the show. Give him a million recommendations and so he'll jump in. The, the more recommendations you give me for TV show guys, the least. Oh least my God. Would- so how do we get you to watch a show? Uh, it's, it's, I have to just like be sitting on the couch and just oh be like, God. I'm going to do this. I have to emotionally prepare myself. And then I... I'm suddenly invested in The Handmaid's Tale and I can't stop. And that show is so difficult. That it's, show is just depressing and dark. It's real depressing. I love it. Jesus. Every second of it. Just and it just gets darker and darker and like physically darker. And Ugh. like I, there are moment there were moments in season three where I was just like, did anyone turn the lights on on set? Like I cannot see their faces. I cannot see it. where they are. I, I love can't it. do it. Well, Matt Steele. <laughs> yes. What has been giving you moments, darling, this week? So, you know, how I just talked about I don't watch TV shows. Yes. Um, all right. So in the big brother circles, they've been talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you make time to watch this show? Yes. Oh, they've my. been talking about a show entitled The Circle. That is like a Netflix big brother where. But instead of everyone being locked together in one house and they vote each other off, everyone is in their own separate apartment and they are on this social media app entitled The Circle and they just interact with each other through social media and then they vote off whoever sucks the most. <laughs> they don't kick out. They just like, they block them. So, and do they get to, like, do those people leave their apartment? They leave their apartment, but then like more people like come back in and like this. join the circle. And so, okay. Everyone was talking about like this. It's the dumbest premise. Um, it's so, it, it makes fun just like how shallow and stupid social media is, how okay. stupid the whole influencer thing is. Um, I cannot think of a dumber show or a bigger waste of time. <laughs> I love it. Why I, do you I love am it? so fucking invested. And when I tell you every episode is literally nothing but people standing around in an apartment talking to a TV sending a message with their voice like having it be typed out and they're yeah. just like um circle message Sammy. Hey Sammy, I just had breakfast. Uh, emoji, smiling, winky emoji face, hashtag uh, start the day off right, send like it's nothing but people shouting at their screens and saying send and and just messages popping up and you would think it's terrible but it's thrilling it truly it's, sounds it's, terrible it is truly terrible and wonderful it's just well so I like it no it, it's, <laughs> it's but when I tell you you really get invested and the, the casting How? is especially really really great okay. um, you are and it's really fun because there are literally no stakes. So when people get blocked and kicked out, they're just like, oh, man. <laughs> and they like go. They're able to. And how do they apartment. decide who gets blocked? It's OK, like- so this is how it works. Um, so um, 
you know, they're, they start off with eight people uh-huh. and uh, w- everyone has to create their profile. And some people are catfish. Like one guy is pretending to be his girlfriend, Rebecca. Uh, one girl who's like a real like like butch, like lesbian was pretending to be this like like girly, like very filtered mm. profile and everything. So um and people can say and do whatever they want on their profiles and everything. So they create their profiles and then they had like a group chat and then they were able to rank whose profile they liked the most from beginning to from favorite to least favorite. And whoever were the top two uh, got the top two votes were considered the influencers. And they, <laughs> and, they and for that round they got a che- blue check mark next oh, to their picture. My God. And so then they go throughout their day and they talk, they can private message each other, they can do whatever they want with each other or have group chats. There's a lot of group chats. Um and then after that round, which is literally like a 24 hour period or maybe maybe a 36 hour period. Right. I don't know if it even is that long. Then the two influencers have a private chat where they decide to like kick someone. They would decide to block someone. Um, it's just so ridiculous. There is there was a group chat between they got a new girl because one girl was kicked out. So they got a new girl. The show needs to stop bringing in new people. I was going to say, how will it end? It just keeps cycling through and through. And they need to they need to start just winding down. Yeah. Um, so there's one girl, Miranda, and she was just like, I'm going to, I'm just going to flirt with everybody. She was like the new girl. And so she just has a group chat with the other three girls, one of whom is bisexual, one of whom is an actual lesbian, one of whom is a man pretending to be a girl. And and she's trying to flirt with all of them. And they all, and, and then two of them like actually like girls. So like they're flirting back and the guy who's pretending to be his girlfriend just like writes in there like, I'm bi curious. (laughs) <laughs> they're having this like lesbian flirt mance, like all four of them, like this giant lesbian cyber orgy. I... And it's the f- most ridiculous, funny thing. It's just, it's so completely absurd. There wow. cannot be another season. Like this needs to be a one and done. Because I feel like there will be another season because people are talking about I know, it like but this. another season, it, w- it would just be too much. It's like, we, needs, a- we need to just watch this one season and enjoy it for what it is and then be done with it and okay. have it be a blip in time, a moment in time. It's great because it, it really plays up how stupid all of this and is. And I mean, I get that and that's fine, but like like you said, it sounds like a waste of time. It's a, it is a waste of time. Wow, okay. I love it. I'm so into it. I still have like two more episodes to go until I'm caught up. Mm. Literally, the first day I watched I watched six episodes Jeez. and I was just like, we're here. Are they 30 minutes or an hour? They're, uh, the first episode's like over an hour. Oh, the God. other episodes are like 45 minutes. Ooh. I know. Yeah, it's... Ooh, it's it's great. I don't know who I'm rooting for. Well, <laughs> there's really nothing to root for. What's been giving me moments this week? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, one of my New Year's resolutions was I feel like I had been much like a lot of the world, been like more into a playlist than an album. And so I've mm-hmm. been going back and trying to listen to more albums lately. And I am very happy that Selena Gomez put out her album and it's very good. We're going to put up a full review on our uh, YouTube channel, hopefully tomorrow, sometime very soon. Um, and um, I actually went back and listened to Billie Eilish's album and I think I like it now. Oh my God. Wait, I, you didn't like it before? I thought I you didn't, like, liked it before. I didn't like it before just because I was so confused about why she was literally whispering everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, Selena Gomez whispers a lot. Like a lot of people whisper now. I Excuse me. 
I know, but it's still, I don't know. It just, I found it so off-putting and also like the imaging of her like bleeding out of her eyes and like <laughs> spiders crawling out of her mouth. It just was a lot for me. But when you break it down, it's like, wow, a lot. Like I think like the first 10 tracks, I'm like, these are all very, very good. I So I'm happy to purport that I am on the Billy train. She also, I watched her on James Corden and I found her very charming mm-hmm. and very like down to earth. And I was like, okay, this person I can get behind. If I don't have to watch the videos of the spiders, maybe I can be about this. <laughs> the, yeah. The, uh, what are they called? The Spotify animated. Yes. Visual. Terrifying. They're terrifying. And it's like, I need to sleep. I can't watch this. Um, but when I you also, fall asleep, where do you go? Where do you go? It's a great cue. I go to Joe Biden. Um, you do. You go straight to Joe. Um, but I also have to say, and I mean, we've talked about this a little bit and I don't want to ruin my review of Selena Gomez's album, but the title track rare. Oh, is a classic. Oh, a piece of music that is just, I am so excited about like I think she's picked her singles really well with Luigi to love me. I would just watch the video for rare. I just the only downside of the album to me is like it opens with rare and I think there's no higher point. Like I think it is. Okay. The, so the song we were talking about being really excited about yes, yesterday is not the same. It's not song. the same. Wow. Wow. I, just think I was rare. Is okay. Her. I mean, rare is great. Fact. Rare is Wait, great. What that's, a that title perfect track is great. pop song. Like, and I could feel it from the little snippet she posted when she had her like album trailer. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. It's a great, it it's one of the a, highlights of the album. Yes. yes. It is just perfectly constructed, beautifully written. It's interesting. It's very much a callback to her hands to myself esque sound, mm. but still feels like something new. It's like Julia Michaels and Justin Trancher, I assume wrote the shit out of that song. Like, 10 out of 10. I'm so excited about it. But I love the album in full. I can't wait to listen to it more and find other highlights. But it's hard to get past a flawless opening. And yeah, Rare, Rare opening. is a great song. Right? It's very good. It starts off very strong. <laughs> I, but I'm surprised that that's the song. Because uh, last night I came home from work and we were like, okay, we listened to the album. But then there's one song. There's, there's one, one song, song. And we were both like going nuts over it. And we're like, it has to be the same song. We have same. to be talking about the same But we don't want to, you know, talk about it until we give no, up. No, I know. On, on the I'm inter- I'm excited to hear what yours is. Okay. Do you have an idea of what it could be? I don't. I mean, oh, to me, there is one song that is just the one. I mean, I'm excited to hear what it is. I feel like everything else is quite good, like medium to quite good, but I don't, I think that Rare is just. Rare is great. Yeah. Um, so I guess everyone has to jump to youtube.com slash 2 mats and watch that video coming <laughs> As out if you tomorrow. Were gonna do it all I day. mean, honestly. Come on, guys. Um, but do you have anything else to tell the people before we sign off today? I love you all. We love you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back next week with another brand new 2 Mats podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.